It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 806 at News Talk WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves of Georgia Gardener, and I am here to tell you about gardening or teach you a little bit more about gardening and help you be successful in whatever you're trying to do in your garden. One of the ways that you learn to be successful is by visiting other gardens. We'll have the new Atlanta Flower Show. We'll have spokespeople talking about that a little bit later in the show this morning. First, though, next weekend will be the North Atlanta Home Show and Outdoor Living Exposition. And our guest, Michael Schaffenhorst, is here to talk about that. So good morning, Michael. Good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you, sir. So we got the next new expanded edition of the North Atlanta Home Show. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. Lots to talk about there. It's uh, we Like you said, we've expanded this year. We've uh, added another 20,000-square-foot ballroom because oh. so many people wanted to be involved sure. in the uh, show. And, and we actually wanted to bring the uh, Outdoor Living Expo to the show, which is uh going to have some great stuff. I was just thinking, listening to your earlier um, caller about the sod and all that stuff. Super yep. Sod's going to be there in the Outdoor Living Expo. We've got landscape supplies, sunrooms, fire pits, hardscape, landscape design, a tree farm, tree services, gardening tools, uh, decks, swing beds are, are really popular right now. There's so many things going on there. And they've got the the he shed and she shed, designer shed, <laughs> by tub shed. How many times can I say shed there? Uh, but those are really cool. Uh, they're your outdoor sheds that have been kind of tricked out into a, yeah. a man cave and a, and a woman cave. But, yeah, so we've um, got a lot going on there at the show. Uh, the Reliable Heating and Air Home Show stage, thank you very much for uh, kicking that off for us there with critter control, squirrels, deers, rats, oh my. That'll be this uh, Friday at noon, I believe. I'll be speaking there then. Yeah, that is. That is correct, and I love the fact that the, the speaker right after you is uh, how to create a backyard wildlife habitat, so how to attract <laughs> wildlife. We thought that was a, a great segment there to, to go from how to get rid of these things, and she's going to tell you how to, how to bring them in. So uh, yeah. uh, that's some um, Wild Birds Unlimited right after you. We've got uh, growing salad indoors year-round, microgreens, uh, color in the garden, rethinking your lawn lifestyle. There's uh, outdoor lighting. There's lots of uh, heavy on the outdoor uh, living topics this right. year and everything. So uh, I know you're broadcasting live there from the Reliable Heating and Air Home Show stage on uh, Saturday. Saturday. And and again, to about... remind our listeners, this is this coming Friday and Saturday next week. The coming Friday, Saturday, the yep. show, of course, is open Sunday as well. Give us a location and some admission hours and some admission facts and figures, Michael. Yeah, it's uh, at the uh, Infinite Energy Center, formerly the Gwinnett Center, next to the arena up in Duluth. Right. And uh, the, the show hours are Friday from 11 to 6. Saturday 10 to 6, and Sunday 11 to 5. Um, all this information can be found on uh, atlantahomeshow.com. General admission tickets are $8. You can buy them in advance and go right to the front door, or you can buy them at the show. Uh, if you're 12 and under or 65 and over, you are free. Whoopee! And For me, military, age yeah. gets me an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and military and first responders with idea buy one, get one free, too. So, um, even wait, 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 Shopping yeah. Horse. You have not mentioned the best way to get into the show free. is to uh, see the broadcast on Saturday morning. And if you get there before 9 o'clock and know that the code word is reliable at the front gate, Come in, watch the show from 6 to 9 if you care to, and then Dave Baker, of course, takes over at 9 o'clock. show gates open at 10, but everybody that comes before 9 o'clock gets into the show for free. 
Absolutely. We'll be there to turn the lights on and uh, welcome everybody <laughs> in. And then even Belinda Skelton is uh, broadcasting that day over in the uh, Terrapin Backyard Beer yeah. Garden, where for $5 you can sample three of Terrapin's locally crafted beers to um, to uh, promote um, the uh, Georgia SBCA. And yeah. even our grand prize is outdoor-related this year. We've well, Michael, got the sounds... uh, Green Mountain Pellet Grill. That sounds so, like a anyway, lot of yeah. fun. Again, this is this, this is. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Coming this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, AtlantaHomeShow.com. Details about admission and who's the free people coming and the uh, uh, discounted tickets as well there. But it sounds like it's going to be lots and lots of fun. I look forward to being there. This will be this coming Friday. That I'll kick it off on the reliable heating air stage with a talk about how to control critters in your garden, squirrels and deer and rats and all those other things. Michael, I will look yep. forward to seeing you bright and early Saturday morning or Friday if not before. All right. We'll see you then. See you on Friday. Thanks, Walter. Take care. See you, Michael. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. But before we go to the questions on the air, we've got two great guests this morning to announce that, yes, due to popular demand, we're going to have a new flower show in Atlanta this coming year, this coming February, this coming just in a few days. So Mary Wayne Dixon and Mary Catherine uh, Green were here this morning to tell us about the flower show. So Mary Wayne, it was your idea to bring it back, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, Pat Hartrump is our honorary chair this year, and she is the one that started the first flower show in Atlanta, the first large one in 1988. Wow. And that long. show went for 25 years. Right. It folded in 2013. And so it's been five years, and I was thinking, we need another show. For the ladies of Atlanta and the gentlemen too, and right and and Atlanta, so um, I went to Mary Pat and I said, "What do you think we could have it here if we started out small?" And she's was a hundred percent behind us. This is the leader of the Atlanta Botanical Garden, Mary Pat Matheson. Mary Pat Matheson, exactly. And so then I started looking around for a co-chair because I knew I was involved with the Southeastern show, but not like this. So I talked to, I thought about Mary Catherine Green and I talked to her former boss and he gave her the most glowing report. He said he would come out of retirement if Mary Catherine (laughs) would come back to work for him. So um, Mary Catherine said yes. And so we've been working for about almost two years. Yep, that's right. Two years. Two years. Mary Mary Catherine's here with us this morning to tell more about what she got roped into about you, Mary (laughs) Wayne. Right. Tell us about the flower show. So, Mary Catherine, what are the details on the show? When is it going to be, first of all? Well, the show starts on the 23rd of February, and it runs the 23rd through the 25th at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens. Um, We will be accepting horticulture. Uh, entries on the 21st and at What the that garden. means is this is the flower show part. This is where you can actually enter your plants and be judged and have the whole flower show experience. Correct. Um, we will we will have, at this flower show, we will have a artistic floral design, which is where people make, you know, interpretive flower yeah. arrangements, and those are judged. We will have a photography section where um, photographs must include something growing and living mm-hmm. in order to qualify as for a flower show Got it. and then those photographs have been entered and they will be judged and then the horticulture section where people will bring in samples from their own yard so right. hopefully a couple of these um, daffodils are starting to 
to bud up and right, a couple right, of right, um, right. and hopefully we won't have too cold a weather and we will have some beautiful camellias that people will bring in as well as house plants that they have if they qualify um, in the booklet which is the the exhibitor's guide if right. you have anything in there that that qualifies bring it in we'd love to Love to put it in the show. Again, let's reiterate again. This is at the Atlanta Botanical Garden, the intersection of Piedmont and Monroe here in Atlanta. And it is February the 23rd. The horticulture exhibits need to be entered. And need, what's the deadline on doing the entries for that? All of those will be accepted on Wednesday, um, February 21st, between 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. at the garden. And the, there'll be speakers, too, right? There'll Correct. Like, where, where are the speakers going to be? We have two wonderful speakers. We've got Bruno Duarte, who is a fabulous uh, floral designer from Canada. Mm-hmm. And he will be actually doing a demonstration on how to make uh, these wonderful arrangements that he does. And then we will have James Farmer, who is from Perry, Georgia, who is a local favorite. Oh, and he's great. He's a lot of fun. And those tickets are $50 a piece, and you can get them online at atlantabg.org, and that will be at the Piedmont Driving Club uh, from 2 to 5 on Saturday, February 24th. And this is a very participatory thing. When you come to a flower show, don't just expect to see flowers and go home, but you see educational exhibits. We'll have some of the um, local four, I think, uh, local landscape companies will be there showing landscapes they've designed. You can learn from them. And you see a lot of things. Will there be any kind of buying opportunity for garden tools or anything like that? The shop will be open. The The garden shop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they always have great tools, and um, the, the shop at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, their gift shop. But, yeah. And um, but there's no outside um, vendors. Just, so what just is the local. actual title? We're not going to call it the Southeastern Flower Show anymore. What's the actual title for the show? Atlanta Botanical Garden Flower Show. And it has an actual title name that you came up with, I think, Mary Catherine. That's right. Um, that each flower show typically has its own theme or name, and the theme for this show is Ingenue, uh, a toast to the Georgia film industry. And I came up with Ingenue because Ingenue is sort of a fresh face on, yeah. the, on the scene, and this is a, a new flower show. It's, right. not, it's not the old show. It's not quite that scale, but it does give people an opportunity to display their talents. And to see flowers and things blooming. Some of them will be forced into bloom, and you see them blooming and looking great, and landscapes will have the landscape things will be uh, in season, or maybe some not in season, but blooming and look pretty as well. I think this is a great idea. Mary Wayne, uh, Mary Wayne, you are to be congratulated for saying we've got to do it again. We've got to do something small. Maybe it can go bigger, or maybe we'll keep it where it is. But I think you are to be congratulated for doing that. And Mary Catherine, you are to be congratulated for taking it on. Both of you have lots of hair right now, so uh, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks and see how you feel after the flower show is gone, because in most cases, the flower show chairs and sponsors and workers have been pretty ragged by the end of the flower show, so we'll see what happens with that. Again, for details, again, details, go to atlantabg.org, and we need to talk about the cost, the price. What's the admission for it, Mary Catherine? Or, yeah, Mary Catherine. Um, the event is free with garden admission, which is twenty one ninety five for adults, and if you're a member of the garden, it's an additional ten dollars. Yeah. Wait a minute. If you're a member of the garden, then you you would just pay ten. You, oh. you get into the garden for free if okay. you're a member. So it's just an additional ten dollars. Okay. And if you're not a member, then it's the cost of admission to the garden. And they have orchid days going on right now too. Ooh, so yes, you'll pretty. You will be able to go um, not only view the the flower show, but also the orchids 
in the um, in the orchid room at, at the garden. And I would encourage you to join the Atlanta Botanical Garden when you come to the show, simply because it's an opportunity the rest of the year to go to the ABG, see all the things that are going on there. And they have lots of displays, educational talks, and uh, flower themes, and the orchid days going on. Like you said, the Valentine Day big event they have in the orchid house there at the Atlanta Botanical Garden. It's a wonderful place to visit. I, every time I go there, just blown away by how well it looks, how pretty it is, how Mary Pat has done such a good job with the Botanical Garden. It's just a wonderful place to visit. And now that we have the flower show going on, one more opportunity for people to be exposed to horticulture and good garden practice and uh, flower arranging in Atlanta. Well, and the competitive flower arranging, too, is something that we have we have uh, been lacking in Atlanta for the last five years. And yeah. we, we have a lot of very talented flower arrangers. And they may not want to go do a wedding every weekend, right. but they do have a lot of talent. And the fun thing about this theme being um, a salute to the Georgia film industry is that everything is sort of geared around that. All of the photography um, entries are uh, names of dr- movies that had been filmed oh, in Georgia. Cool. cool. And then all of the entries that are in the floral design are uh, are film themes like yeah. drama or leading ladies, and um, you'll see some really dramatic uh, floral entries. Well, Mary Wayne Dixon, Mary Catherine Green, stick around because I want you to answer questions with me for the next half hour or so. We'll have them here to answer questions. If you have a question about gardening, 404-872-0750. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. Keep my hands on myself More of the best garden show music in America right here, brought to you courtesy of Jason Byers every Saturday morning. Quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Tomorrow, or I should start with today. Today, high of 49, low of 37 tonight. Rain moving in Sunday morning. High of 50 degrees tomorrow and low of 30-some-odd tomorrow night. Full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Sharon in Kennesaw comes up right now. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? Well, I have two gardening experts right here with me, Sharon, so I thought you would be appropriate for you to ask a question about planting the garden at the school. Is that right? Yes. I'm a teacher, and a fourth-grade teacher, and we are doing a STEM project, and we're, we the students chose leafcutter bees and mason ah, bees. Right. So we're wanting to plant um, perennial plants that attract these two kinds of bees. Y'all have you? Yes, you have. Both of Mary, both of Mary's here, are looking at me with wrinkled brows. <laughs> if you look at your roses and you see the little half circle cut on the edge of the rose leaves, that's the uh, leafcutter bee. And I see them on red buds. What else do I see? Most of them are roses and red buds, Sharon. Uh-huh. Um, so you've got red buds in the woods around the school, I'm sure. Roses, you could plant a couple of roses out there. I see them on knockouts as well as any other rose. So you could okay. do that. For the mason bees, they visit any kind of flower. They're early bees, and so things that are blooming in the early part of the year, even things like apples and fruit trees and things like that, the mason bees will um, will go and get nectar and stuff for them. Okay. But as far as perennials and things on the ground, what would be blooming early in the year in February, March, April for the mason bees to eat? 
Well, did you go be blooming around that time, Mary Catherine? I don't think so. I don't It'd be think a little bit early. later than that. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what flowers we could put out there. I don't have a little list in my head of what would be good for the mason bees to. Uh, and things that we pollinate. saw were like lavender, maybe, or um, chasta daisies. I don't know. Hmm. Both of <laughs> those are a little bit later in the season. Mason bees are early bees, and once they have gone out and done a good bit of pollination for us. They go back and lay their eggs in little, you have those mason bee houses, I'm guessing, there that you're going to put around the garden. Yes. And those uh -huh. mason bee houses, they lay their eggs and have a little larvae that develop inside that. But then the adult bees, the mason bees, sort of die off in the middle of the summertime. And Shasta daisies doesn't start blooming until around the middle of the summer. And oh, so okay. you want, some, again, early things. Alyssum. What about alyssum? That would be a great thing. Thrift and alyssum. Some of those early, early flowering plants, I think, would be best for your, for your bees. Okay. Playing around there. Awesome. Thank you very much. And you know, I've got on my website, Sharon, several pages that deal with both plants for pollinators, plants for, I've got something about mason bees on there as well. So go to WalterReeves.com and type in just plants for pollinators or mason bee in my search line and you'll find some more information and give you some more ideas of what to plant. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Sharon. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you soon. It's 7, it's, excuse me, 828 at News Talk WSB. We've got a couple of minutes here to remind everybody, if you go to my website, WalterReeves.com, you can subscribe to our newsletter, which goes out every other Thursday. They have articles about things that are happening in gardens around Atlanta, questions that people send me pictures of, and there's all sorts of weird things that people send pictures of that really I have fun answering. Let's see if i got an issue right here. I can figure out what was in the last one we did question about uh, snow, about how to protect shrubbery from uh, snow. What do you do about the plants you find in the woods, and can you transplant them? Burford hollies. Are, <laughs> my Burford hollies are toast. Any good replacements? So we have a question and a picture associated with that as well. That's WalterReeves.com, and click on subscribe to the newsletter at the top right-hand corner. It's 828. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.34 on a Saturday morning, 31 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful in your landscape. If you have a question, 404-872-0750, we will attempt to answer it right here. Mary Catherine Green and Mary Wayne Dixon from the Atlanta Botanical Garden, the new flower show that's going on this, this year. We'll talk to them a little bit later. Mickey Gazzaway will join us in just a minute from Pike Nursery to announce the Pike Pick of the Weekend. First, let's go to Rodney. He's been waiting so patiently for us. Rodney in Carrollton, Georgia. Hey, Rodney. Good morning. Hey, Walter. Good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. What's up? Well, I'm calling um, this uh, this year, or I'm sorry, uh, this past fall, my wife and I, or you know, my beautiful wife and Lovely I, we built a new house. And the landscaping they put down, Walter, they used um, Bermuda sod, and it didn't look like, you know, they left a lot of the gaps between each piece, uh, and a lot of the uh, corners were kind of curled up. Yeah. So it uh, took me a while. I kind of walked walked around, pushed down by the corners. Um, so, A, you know, is that normal, or, you know, did they just do a bad job, and B, 
I'm starting to see now a lot of, I guess, grass growing yeah, up. Yeah, you sure do. Between the gaps. Is, is it too early to put down any kind of like pre-emergent mm. or anything like that now? Or uh, wait, 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 Riley, let me get my first question, first question answered first was, no, it is not normal for there to be gaps between sod pieces. When was it laid, Rodney? It was laid in late October, early November. It's hard not to have gaps then, but if you're a really, really, really good side-laying company, you should not have gaps, no matter whether laid it in May or October, either way. The gaps there lead to weeds, which is what you've now discovered. I've got weeds in the little strips between the pieces of, of sod. So it's too early to put a pre-emergent down, but it's not too early to put down something to kill. If it's grassy things, and mostly it's going to be annual bluegrass, the weedy grass, and if it's a grassy material, read the label on image for nut grass, and be sure that it says, A, that it can be used on your particular lawn grass. It's not transitioning now, so it's a good time to do that. But if I'm not mistaken, image for nut grass says controls annual bluegrass in dormant Bermuda sod, and that is what you want. What is that called? Uh, image. I M A G E, just regular like image. Image okay. for nut grass. So read okay. the label on that, and like you say, you've been going out and, and trying to mash down the corners and things like that. But do your best to control the weeds in those gaps now, because the weeds in the gaps do do nothing but get bigger and bigger and compete with the Bermuda as it tries to close in the gap. So you do want to try to control those weeds now as quick as you can. Now is um, is that like a liquid or is that a, a pellet? Yes, yeah, it's, li- it's a liquid. You spray it on the gas, mix it up in a sprayer, and spray it. Okay, perfect. All right. All righty. Well, uh, thanks for your help, and you have a great weekend. Rodney, we will see you soon. Drive safely, my friend. See you then. <laughs> Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery joins us this morning. Hey, Mickey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great, and I just got back from California, and it was beautiful and green and wonderful over there. And, and warm? And warm? It was pretty warm, too, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, wow. Was, Lucky you. It was chilly when I got back to Atlanta last night. I thought, man, oh, man, why did I wear my jacket <laughs> back home? Good gosh. Oh, my goodness. But I'm thankful. I'm, fun. I'm very grateful for you and Winston and Ashley taking over the show last Saturday. Thank you for doing that, Mickey. We had fun. Thank you. So let's announce real quickly the Pike Pick for February and 3rd and 3rd and 4th is something real appropriate for this time of year. That's exactly right. It's roses. And so roses are going to be how much on sale? What are we going to do about roses this, this week? 20% off. 20% off. What a deal. Is yeah, there any limit on the, amount of, on the number of roses you can, uh, no, you can buy? No, you can buy all you want. Are these cut I roses or roses in the pot? Which do you mean? No, these are, these are container roses. They're okay. in containers. They're in uh, plantable containers, so they're really easy to do. All you do is just... Prepare your hole and stick them in the ground, and they are ready to go. Look out. Here they come. 20% off. That is a good deal, Mickey. I'm thinking about Yes, mm. it is. Yes, it is. And we have got so many pretty ones. We've got um, we've got Grandiflores. We've got Hybrid Teas. We've got um, um, the Four Bundas, yeah. Climbing Roses, all kinds of roses. Got some of the low ground cover roses as well as the high yes, tall climbing yeah, roses. Knockouts, we've got knockouts. We've yeah. got all kinds, and they're all twenty percent off. And most stores, if I'm not mistaken, have somebody there. It usually, is a rose expert, somebody that can give you advice on which one does better for your situation and sort of that's, care control for it as well. That's right. That's exactly right. There's a, there's always somebody that can help you out. Like, so hopefully everybody else. Everybody will come in, hopefully. Roses available at Pike Nurseries, 20% off today and tomorrow. You have to tell the cashier this is the Pike Pick of the Weekend because Mickey said so. 
So uh, right. make sure everybody right. makes a beeline over to Pike Nursery. I don't have a lot of time, Mickey, so we want to be sure that everybody knows where would we go to get details on classes and the Pike Pick of the Weekend at any location, of course. But where do you go to get lo- information at, about Pike at, Nursery? At PikeNursery.com. Of course. Mickey, I will see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Right. Thanks for being with us, Mickey, this morning. It's 840 on a Saturday morning. Let's go to Mary Wayne Dixon. I want to talk a little bit about where the money goes for the flower show that we're going to have in February. Well, the proceeds from the flower show will benefit future shows, as well as the Gardens International Plant Exploration Program, right. which is headed up by Scott McMahon. Oh, Scott's so great. Yeah, he, he goes is. Ev- everywhere in the world. That guy goes to Vietnam and China and Thailand around to buy, to not buy, but sometimes to collect new plants from out in the wild that he then brings in trials at the ABG and they get them imported correctly and legally. And it might be a plant you might have at the local Pike Nursery in the next two or three, ten years. Right. And Ozzy Johnson goes with him. Right. And Ozzy is local. heading up our horticulture division for the flower show. Right. So, so Mary Catherine, let's talk about the summaries. We go to the AtlantaBG.org for details. Tell us more again the price for admission for the flower show. Right. If you go to AtlantaBG.org, you will see all the information about the flower show. It's a big hot pink picture of the lady with ingenue um, sign in front of her. And if you click on that, you will get information about where to go and how much it will cost. The um, event is free with garden admission and then $10 for garden members. Mm -hmm. The speaker series is $50 um, and you will get tickets ahead of time and you will also get to see both speakers and we will be providing um, a tea that afternoon <laughs> at the driving club which we thought was very appropriate sure. and then um, there's we also are having a preview party on Thursday evening the 22nd um, those tickets are a little pricier they're a hundred dollars a piece but those tickets are available for anybody who wants a sneak peek right. at the flower show and to see who won um, which category. And the book that tells you all the cat, all the um, categories in which the people can enter, the book, you can get download that online or you can go by the Botanical Garden and pick up one of the printed books that tells you where, how you can enter your entries for the horticulture and other parts of the show, right? Correct. Um, that is called the Exhibitor's Guide, and that is available online. You just click on Exhibitor's Guide under right. the Flower Show, or you can go by the information desk at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens and pick up a copy. And then this is February the when? February the, the 23rd through the 25th. And it should be lots and lots and lots of fun. Not the Southeastern Flower Show, but a whole new creature that Mary Wayne Dixon said we got to have it again. And so we will have it again. It looks, I look really forward to coming and visiting and being at the new, again, the Atlanta Flower Show at the Atlanta Botanical Garden. It doesn't have a formal name, but Ingenue is the... The formal name is the Atlanta Botanical Gardens Flower Show. Okay. And um, just like the big cities like Houston and Philadelphia that have big flower shows, we're hoping to give Atlanta some credibility sure. and, and recreate this and have this going forward um, in perpetuity. Well, I hope it will be. Thank you so much. Both of the Marys, Mary Catherine Green and Mary Wayne Dixon, thank you for being here with us this morning. Thank we'll you. We'll go to the phone calls. We've got more phone calls to answer right now. One is Shirley and Marietta, who joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Shirley. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. I am uh, the owner of a very splendid sawwood tree mm-hmm. back up in my forest, and every year bagworms have started um, growing on this tree and this past year it was worse than ever covered up and I am just furious that these little rascals are eating on this beautiful tree because 
we are sort of out of the range, I think, for sourwood down here in Marietta. Exactly. I know they grow profusely up in the mountains, and but these darn things have uh, attacked my tree. And what I can I do this spring? I was thinking of maybe doing some seven around the base of the tree. Do do they not get into the ground and then come out of the ground and? crawl up the tree no to how what how do they seven's a great idea if they did but they don't uh most of the eggs and egg cases and things are up in the tree now from the population you had so much of last year so honestly the best thing you can do i think surely is right now go to some place you can find a bamboo fishing pole because that's the tool you'll need and to the end of it attach a little piece of wire from a coat hanger or something like that to make a hook and look at your trees, as your sourwood trees, sometime in June, which is when the first population round comes along. You don't notice them because they're not real big, but that's when the first of the webworms will appear, it's usually in June. And they have a second population that really explodes in October, November, and that's what you saw on the pecan trees and sourwood trees, et cetera, around Atlanta. But if you control the first one in June, then you don't have the second one in the fall. So I think that's the best preparation and prevention for them. So you just get the bamboo. I've got bamboo on my property. Then get a uh, big you one. You just put the uh, take the bamboo and see if you can see the little yeah. small. Uh, They'll be right out yes. on the tips. So you know exactly what they look like. The little webs yeah. out on the tip of the, yeah, of the branch. Yeah, right. And so I do that in June. Yep. But they they stay in the tree, do they? They do. And you just pull those webs uh, out every in June. Year it's gotten worse. And you... We took a trip to Manassas, Virginia, last fall, and I was just absolutely depressed to see all the webworms just sure. attacking all these beautiful trees all the way up through the Blue Ridge. And I, I said, what, what can we do to get rid of these things? Pull I them mean, out they, of the tree. Get, let the hornets and the yellow jackets and the wasps have breakfast, lunch, and dinner on them. But you have to leave the worms unprotected, which is what you do with your bamboo and the hook, is pull the webs out of the tree so the predators, natural predators, can come in there and eat them and take care of them for you. That's the best prevention I can think of, Shirley. Thanks so much for calling. Mark is in Covington, Georgia, and Mark joins us from way out in Newton County. Hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? Doing fine. How can I help, Mark? Well, this, I just bought a new home, and I inherited a blueberry bush. Yeah. All right. It's my first time with a blueberry bush, and, I, and I've heard that you need to prune it back. And I remember listening last week, you said that we could do it up through February. Yeah. My question is, is I got little tiny buds on it already. Yeah. That's your berries and flowers right there, Mark. Uh, why do you want to print it? It's a new plant, or how big, how tall is this plant? Well, it's about four and a half foot tall. That's not too tall. Come on, leave it alone. Come on. Okay, good, great, because somebody was telling me that I needed to prune the thing, and I was a Well, it, when it's eight feet tall, we'll talk about it, but when it's four feet tall, <laughs> no reason to prune that blueberry. Leave it alone. All those buds out there are going to flower and give you the little fruits and... The best thing you can do right now, honestly, Mark, is to fertilize. This is a great time to fertilize a blueberry. And I heard you talking to somebody earlier about, was it cotton meal? Cotton seed meal is what it's called. And out in Covington, in Newton County, go to a feed store, Mark. This is the cheapest way to get cotton seed meal. Go to a, uh, what is the name of the place? Not Ball Feed. What is the name of the feed store in in, uh, Covington? Patrick's? Yeah, Patrick's. Go to Patrick's and say, hey, I need some cottonseed meal. they got 50-pound bags there they feed goats and livestock with. Right. And buy a bag of that for 10 or $15 and use that cottonseed meal as your fertilizer uh, around your blueberry plants. It works great. Put a layer about a half an inch thick around the blueberries. It decomposes and feeds the plants, and the goats don't get any of it, and the blueberries will be fed, and you get blueberries to eat. 
Oh, fantastic. I think, hey, Walter, can I ask you one more question? Uh, sadly not, Mark, because I am way oh, okay. out of time well, right now. Thank you so much for your help, Walter. I'll talk to you next Saturday, Mark. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. See you then. It's 848. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security today. Sunny most of the day, as a matter of fact. 57 would be the high, 30 some odd tonight with a low. Overnight rain moves into Atlanta. It's going to be gone mostly by Sunday, Sunday afternoon. High Sunday around the mid-50s and low 40s probably over Sunday night. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. My friend Watson from Union City joins us this morning as our last caller. Hey, Watson, good morning. Good morning. News from Union City. Talk to I us. i got uh, a rabbit eye blueberry. Yeah. It's over six foot tall, and uh, it's big enough around that uh, I can divide it and yeah. have my two big bushes uh, come summertime. But uh, how much time have I got left to divide it and get it going good? You know I love you, Watson, but one of the things I advise is don't do more work than you have to. Yes, sir. And I think it would be more profitable rather than having to dig that darn thing up. It's going to take a lot of labor to do that. Splitting it in the middle is going to be okay, but you won't have blueberries on it for more than, it'll be two years before you have many blueberries because it'll take some time to recover from the injury of being dug up and divided. I see. When on the other hand, you go to a nursery and buy a blueberry plant uh-huh. and put it in, and it'll be, you know, three or four feet tall in a couple of years, and both the big one that you have now and this new one that you're going to plant will both have blueberries on them. The best and wisest course of action, I think, would be to plant another blueberry rather than trying to split the one you have. Okay, that sounds like a winner to me. That's why you um, pay me the big bucks, Watson, to give you practical pardon? advice that I think really works for the gardener, not something splitting yes, and dividing, trying to save a dollar here and a dollar there. Right, right. All right, what else, Watson? Uh, thank you very much. You heard. Uh, that's all for the Union City report. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard me talk about fertilizing blueberries a minute ago. Get that fertilizer in there for that big yes, blueberry. Sir. A cottonseed meal. Because it works great. works fabulous. Thank you, sir. Watson, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. For, whoops, cut him off at the wrong time. 404-872-0750, the number for the, law, for the home show. What am I talking about? The Home Fix-It Show. Dave Baker's in the house. He'll be here in just a minute to start the Home Fix-It Show. One more time, let's talk to Mary Wayne Dixon and Mary Catherine Green about the Atlanta Flower. Again, what's the name of it? The Atlanta Flower Show. Atlanta the- Botanical Garden Flower Show is the name of the show. Right. And then the theme this year is Ingenue, a salute to the Georgia film industry. Right. And it'll be a great chance for any of us who are suffering from the winter dog drums to take a look inside at some spring beautiful plants and some beautiful flowers and really get prepared for spring and get excited about getting back in your yard and all the beautiful things that will sprout up this spring and don't forget how good a flower show smells oh yeah i'm all about oh, smells yeah. and the old flower show here hyacinths that were blooming in every corner there it just smelled good and so coming to a flower show, like you say, it makes you think spring is almost here. It may be February now, maybe a little bit of cold weather in March, but spring will come. The daffodils will be in full bloom. The azaleas are coming. Cherries are coming. Everything will be coming to see. You get to see flowers arranged in very artful ways. Then some of the competition, you get pretty 
heated, shall we say, pretty competitive, shall we say? Oh, it gets very competitive, yeah. especially amongst the uh, garden clubs as to who gets the most blue ribbon. So. so it is a shame that you don't have a history of the garden club who has won the most um, prizes and ribbons and things like that. So they can have a... I don't know. Some of those gardens are down and we're, dirty. There are some real competitive ladies. We're working one. on it, and um, we're trying to, to. We're going to start tracking those trophies. There's uh-huh. trophies that are also awarded, and um, ribbons, and the ribbon counts, and which which garden club gets the most blue ribbons ends right. up with a trophy. And um, there's there's a lot of competition going on. And as you're arranging your flowers, I always uh, like looking at around the room and seeing what somebody else is doing and thinking to ourselves, oh, mine looks better. Oh, uh, mine, yeah. Mine's much better. Oh, my gosh, did you see what they did? So if you want to see some women really scrapping it out. And there's some men, too. Don't well, there's some men. Too, oh, there's like some definitely. Uh, Felton Norwood's one of yep. them, and he's, you know, he's one to beat. So um, it, it's a lot of fun to go watch, too. I think you could make a movie out of the preparation for a flower show because it is so competitive. And there are so many sub-themes of who won some more last year, who won the trophy the year before that. I think that would be a lot of fun to see a, a movie about that. Well, it's been a great Saturday morning. I've had a fun time. Mary Catherine and Mary Wayne, thank you again for coming Thank in and talking you. about the Botanical Walter. Garden Flower Show. Again, AtlantaBG.org is where we go for the details on the new flower show here in Atlanta. Crystal Wheeler. Screened my call this morning and did a great job doing that. We flew through calls early in the morning at 6 a.m. We went through like 15 calls in an hour, which is an amazing number to do that. Jason Byers, again, brings us the best garden radio music in the world, not in America, in the world. Jason, thank you for doing your good job this morning as well. If you didn't get your questions answered, of course, go to my website, WalterReeves.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, Pinterest. Get all the pictures of weeds that I've collected in the world and how to control those weeds as well. Otherwise, my friends, my friends in the garden world, we'll see you next Saturday morning for another edition of the Lawn and Garden Show at the North Atlanta Home Show. We'll be at the Infinite Energy Center. Get into the show for free if you come in with a reliable password on your tongue. We'll see you next Saturday.